It was the first day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus said to me and to John, Go, prepare the Passover for us so we may eat it together. I asked, Master, where shall we go? He answered, Listen, after entering the city, a man will meet you carrying a jar of water. Follow him into the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large furnished upper room. Go there and make the preparations. So we went and found everything just as he said, and we prepared the Passover. When it was evening, Jesus reclined at the table, and we joined him. During the supper, he got up, laid aside his outer garment, and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Jesus poured water into a basin and began to wash our feet. Yes, our feet. Then he dried them with the towel. When he came to me, I said, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered, What I do you do not realize now, but you shall understand later. I exclaimed, Never shall you wash my feet. He said, Simon, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. I answered, No part with you? Well then, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus continued, He who has bathed needs only to wash his feet and is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew the one who was betraying him. And so for this reason, Jesus said, Not all of you are clean. So, when he had washed our feet and taken his garment and reclined at the table again, he said to us, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for I am. If I then, the Lord and teacher, washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet, for I gave you an example that you also should do as I have done for you. Truly, truly I say to you, a slave is not greater than his master, neither is one who is sent greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. But I do not speak of all of you, for I know the ones I have chosen. It is that the scripture may be fulfilled as written in the psalm. He who eats my bread has lifted up his heel against me. I am telling you this before it comes to pass. So when it comes to pass, you may believe I am. After saying this, Jesus became troubled in spirit and testified, saying, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. We began looking at one another at a loss to know who he was talking about. We were upset and were saying to him, Lord, surely it is not I.
John was reclining next to Jesus. So I gestured to John and said, tell us who it is of whom he is speaking. John turned to Jesus and said, who is it, Lord? Jesus answered, it is the one with whom I shall dip bread and give it to him. And after dipping the bread in the common dish, Jesus gave it to Judas Iscariot and said, the son of man goes just as it is written of him, but woe to that man through whom the son of man is betrayed. It would have been better for him if he had never been born. Judas asked, surely it is not I, Rabbi. Jesus answered, you have said it yourself. After that, Satan entered into Judas and Jesus said to him, what you do, do quickly. None of us who were reclining there knew exactly why Jesus said this to him. But since Judas kept the money box, we thought Jesus wanted him to buy something for the feast or else that he should give something to the poor. After receiving the morsel, Judas went out into the darkness. Jesus turned to the rest of us and said, Now is the Son of Man glorified. And God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself. And he will do so immediately. Turning his attention to the supper, Jesus said, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. But I tell you the truth. I shall not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Jesus took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to us, saying, This is my body, given for you. Take and eat. Do this in remembrance of me. Then he took the cup. And after giving thanks, he said to us, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink, all of you. Do this in remembrance of me. For I tell you the truth, I shall not drink again of this fruit of the vine until I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. After this most solemn time, we began arguing with one another as to who was the greatest. Jesus knew what we were discussing and reprimanded us, saying, In this world, the kings of the Gentiles lord over their subjects. And in this world, those who are in authority profit from the people. But this is not to be so among you. No, but let him who is greatest become as the youngest, and let the one who leads become as the servant. For who is greater, the one who reclines at the table or the one who serves? 
In this world, it is the one who reclines at the table, but I have come among you as one who serves. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And yet, you have stood by me in my trials. And as my Father has given me a kingdom, I grant that you may eat and drink with me at my table. And you shall sit upon thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Little children, I am with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, I now say to you also, where I am going, you cannot come. But a new commandment I give you, that you love one another even as I have loved you. By this all men will know you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. I asked, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I go you cannot follow now, but you shall follow later. Then I asked, Lord, why can I not follow you right now? I, I will lay down my life for you. Jesus responded, Will you lay down your life for me? Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has demanded permission to have you that he may sift you like wheat. But I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have returned, strengthen your brothers. I exclaimed, Lord, with you I am ready to go both to prison and to death. Jesus responded, Simon, I tell you the truth. The cock will not crow until you have denied three times that you even know me. Then he said to all of us, When I sent you out without money in your belts, without a bag for provisions, without sandals on your feet, you did not lack anything, did you? We answered, No, Lord, we lack nothing. Jesus went on, Well, the times have changed. Now let him who has no money take some, likewise also a bag, and let the one who has a coat sell it and buy a sword. For that which is written of me in the prophecy of Isaiah must be fulfilled. He was numbered with the sinners. We answered, Master, look, here are two swords. Jesus responded, It is enough. That evening, Jesus shared many things to comfort us and prepare us for what was about to happen. But we did not understand. Finally, we sang a hymn in closing, and Jesus went out. We followed him down the Kidron Valley and up the Mount of Olives. The moon was full. The view of Jerusalem was magnificent. From there, Jesus looked across the valley to the city and said, 
you will all fall away because of me this very night. For the prophet Zechariah has written, I will strike down the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. I responded, even if all fall away from you, I will never fall away. Jesus answered, Simon, I tell you the truth. Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. I responded, Master, even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. We all said the same thing. Jesus turned away and walked down the hill to a garden called Gethsemane, which means olive press. It is the place where the olives are pressed to yield their precious oil. But that night it became the place where the soul of Jesus was pressed to yield his perfect life. When we entered the garden, Jesus said to us, sit here while I pray. Peter, James, and John, come with me. As we followed him, we could see that he was very troubled and deeply distressed. He said to us, my soul grieves even to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch while I pray. Jesus left us and went deeper into the garden. There, he began to pour out his heart in prayer, saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Jesus was in such agony that he was sweating drops of blood. It was late, and we were very tired. Soon he returned to find us asleep. Jesus said to me, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch for just one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed again. Father, if this cup cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. Jesus returned to find us sleeping again. We awoke, we could say nothing. A third time he went away, a third time he prayed, and a third time he found us asleep. Jesus said, are you still sleeping, taking your rest? Behold, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us be going. My betrayer 
is at hand. I awoke to the sound of voices and a band of men approaching. Judas was guiding a detachment of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and Pharisees. They carried lanterns and torches and weapons. He said to them, The one I kiss is the man. Seize him. Judas came to Jesus, saying, Greetings, Rabbi. And then he greeted the Lord with a kiss like that of a close friend. Jesus said, Friend, why are you here? Would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? It was a sign for the others to close in, but Jesus went forth, calling out, Whom do you seek? They replied, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am. Upon saying this, they drew back and fell to the ground. Such power in the name of the Lord. Again, Jesus called out, Whom do you seek? Again, they answered, Jesus of Nazareth. He answered, I told you, I am. If you seek me, let these go their way. By this, Jesus fulfilled his word. Of those whom you have given me, I lost not one. When they reached out to arrest Jesus, one of us called out, Master, shall we strike with the sword? Instantly, I drew my sword, striking out and cutting off the right ear of Malchus, slave of the high priest. Jesus cried out, no more of this. The Lord touched Malchus, healing him. Then he turned to me and said, Put the sword away. He who takes up the sword will perish by the sword. The cup which the Father has given me, shall I not drink it? Do you not know that I can call down from my Father in heaven twelve legions of angels for protection? But then... How would the scriptures be fulfilled? Then he turned to those who came out against him and said, Have you come for me as against a thief with swords and clubs? While I was among you in the temple area, teaching and preaching, you did not arrest me. No, not then, but now. For this hour and the power of darkness are yours. And so, the detachment of soldiers, their commander and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus, binding him. And we, his faithful, loyal followers, ran off, fearing arrest and leaving Jesus with his enemies. They led the Lord away to Annas first, for he is father-in-law of Caiaphas, who is high priest this year. Now, Caiaphas is the one who advised the Jews that it is useful for one man to die for the people so that the whole nation might not perish. He prophesied the death of Jesus without knowing it. As they led the Lord away, John and I followed, but from a distance. We feared arrest, 
but had to see where they were taking him. They led Jesus into the court of the high priest. John entered also, for he is known to the family, but I waited outside. Soon John came out, spoke to the slave girl on duty at the door, and brought me in. When the girl saw me in the light, she said, You are not also one of this man's disciples, are you? I answered, I am not. Now the slaves and the officers were standing around a charcoal fire warming themselves, for it was cold. I was among them, warming myself and trying to find out what was happening. Annas questioned Jesus about us, his disciples, and about his teaching. He answered, I have spoken openly to the world. I always taught in the synagogues and in the temple where all Jews come together. I spoke nothing in secret. Why do you question me? Question those I have spoken to. Listen, these know what I said. After saying this, one of the officers standing nearby struck the Lord, saying, Is that the way you answer the high priest? Jesus answered, if I have spoken in the wrong, bear witness. But if I am right, why do you strike me? After this, Annas sent Jesus to Caiaphas. I followed. As I warmed myself by a fire in the courtyard, others were watching me. Someone said, you are not also one of his disciples, are you? I answered, No, I am not. One of the slaves of the high priest, a relative of Malchus, the one whose ear I cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with him? I answered, No, I do not know that man. May God curse me if I am lying. Just then, a rooster crowed. Jesus turned, and when his eyes caught mine, I remembered his words. Before a cock crows, you will deny me three times. Oh, Lord, what have I done? I had to get away, and so I ran. And as I ran, I wept. And I wept until I could weep no more.